Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. The rapid advance of the coronavirus pandemic into our lives has brought new phrases into our lexicon, from flatten the curve to social distancing. But one in particular has grabbed a lot of headlines over the last several days. Chinese virus. In a tweet on Monday promising U.S. support to industries affected by the pandemic, President Trump referred to the coronavirus as the Chinese virus, prompting a backlash on social media from medical and government officials, including New York Mayor Bill de Blasio. During a press conference two days later, Trump defended the term, and he continues to use it. It's not racist at all, no, not at all. It comes from China. Trump's statement, however, contradicts guidance from the World Health Organization and the U.S.'s own Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Mike Ryan, the executive director of the World Health Organization's Emergencies Program, said viruses know no borders. He stressed the need to be careful when describing the coronavirus. The same day, during a House hearing, CDC Director Robert Redfield agreed with Florida Representative Lois Frankel's assessment that using the term was absolutely wrong. CNET has a policy on how we treat the label, as well as terms like foreign virus. Our reporters and editors avoid using these terms unless we're directly quoting someone. And in those circumstances, we'll include additional context explaining why the term is inaccurate and how it misrepresents the global nature of this pandemic. The responses were what you'd imagine they'd be on Twitter, a mix of support and criticism. On Twitter, you'll find there's rarely ever middle ground. The negative responses, as well as Trump's defense of the label, underscore why we think that it's important to discuss the societal and factual harm that can come from using the phrase Chinese virus. The coronavirus has upended the world and the way we live. And the CDC and the World Health Organization, accustomed to dealing with health crises of all kinds, are asking government, media, and other organizations to accurately label the coronavirus, which causes the disease known as COVID-19. The use of Chinese virus deflects from the pandemic's global nature and isn't used by professionals who are actually in the know. The counter-argument Trump and many of his supporters make is that we've historically named viruses after locations. There's the Spanish flu and Ebola and Zika viruses. So why the fuss now? Let's take the Spanish flu, for instance, which many cite as an example of a virus being named after its place of origin. In reality, it got its name because Spain during World War I was the first to report that its citizens were dying from the flu. And other countries feared it might hamper their fundraising efforts for the war. The Spanish called it the French flu. Also, things have changed. We're a lot more aware of the consequences of being cavalier with our words. In 2015, the World Health Organization established best practices for naming new infectious diseases. The guidelines address the fact that these previous labels carried negative effects on certain populations. But beyond the facts, using the term involves a societal impact that responsible news, government, and other organizations need to weigh. Just because we've done something in the past doesn't mean it's still right to do it now. For instance, how many people do you see smoking indoors or just throwing trash on the ground? Good luck trying to call someone a Chinaman without eliciting a reaction. Though the president shrugs off a connection between the term and violence against Asians, 
there's no denying a rise in reported incidents around the world. I have great love uh, for all of the people from our country, but uh, as you know, China tried to say at one point, maybe they stopped now, that it was caused by American soldiers. That can't happen. It's not going to happen. Not as long as I'm president. Uh, it comes from China. CNN detailed a number of these hate crimes in the United States last month. And the reports keep coming in. What's important is how we describe the virus, because its impact is very real. And to be clear, Asians aren't more likely to spread COVID-19 just because they're Asian. This is according to the CDC. The debate over whether governments, the media, and other organizations should use this term should be secondary to our efforts to fight the spread of COVID-19 and to spur development of a vaccine. This whole affair is a sideshow to our bigger problems, and it's easy to wash your hands of it. But we can't ignore this issue. Doing so could perpetuate even further violence against Asians, both in the United States and abroad. And because some will continue to ask the question, why the fuss? The more appropriate question to ask is when we have better, more accurate ways to describe it. Why choose a label that will needlessly jeopardize and ostracize people, including our fellow Americans? Using a term that stigmatizes people isn't useful or productive. The world needs more cooperation and communication to fight this pandemic. Dividing us is only going to exacerbate the problem. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.